Hey there, welcome back to the Northwest Audio Podcast, Midweek Formation, where we give some supplemental content to take your formation beyond Sunday morning. My name is Nick, I'm the community pastor here at Northwest, and I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke. Today, we're continuing our journey in week three out of four for the themes of Advent. Today's theme, joy. Nick, I love the effect that that computer put on your voice, man. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, No, uh, for those who are listening, I'm getting over some sickness. And so my voice uh, is just tremendously deeper than normal. No, Um, it's an honor to sit amongst James Earl Jones. (laughs) For those of you who can't see us, which is all of you. We are, we brought social distancing back. Yeah. Yeah. Luke's on the other side of the room because he doesn't want to risk getting sick, which is smart. It's yeah. smart. We're being safe. We're being super safe. Being extra cautious. Yeah. I've got my binoculars. Be I can careful. see Nick across the room. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Thanks for coming back to the podcast, church family and listeners, loyal listeners to the Midweek Formation Podcast. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on this podcast. Yeah, we have. And if this podcast has like touched your heart, if it has actually helped shape and form your spirituality and your life with Jesus beyond Sunday, rate it. Yeah. And share it. And share it with people. Because we want to reach a broader audience. Yeah. Well, and if you think it's helpful for you, it might be helpful for somebody else. You never know. So it's it's always good to share these things. Absolutely. We are all so much more alike than we are different. Yeah. Yeah. We all need the same things. So Uh, so today, as I mentioned, we're talking about joy. Um, you know, and Luke just gave a message on this on Sunday. Um, and so one of the things I want to talk about, um, in particular, and the first thing I'll just go ahead and ask right now, Luke, um, is, is what does joy practically look like? Um, because I think so often we in churches are just, we expect that people understand when we say, Hey, like be joyful in all circumstances. And they're just like, okay, yeah, I'll just go do that. Like what? But like, what does that even look like? What, what does that even mean? Um, because I'll get home and I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to be joyful. What does that mean? I smile more. Does it mean that I have a, a good, I'm in a good mood and I have a good attitude and I'll keep my head held high when things are bad and my life is just falling around me? Um, like, what does that actually look like? Or is it more of this uh, deeper internal, um, you know, posture or, or reality that I'm experiencing rather than like an outward expression? Um, or maybe is it like a little bit of both? Um, so I'm just curious of what do you feel like that looks like? Um, what do you think that that experience is like to have joy in all circumstances? It's a great question because we have identified joy and associated joy with happiness and happiness is completely dependent on our circumstances. Yeah. So if our finances are happy, then we are happy. If our relationships are happy, we are happy. If our um, home environment is happy, is it, they're all circumstantial. And the first thing we have to do is separate biblical joy and circumstantial happiness mm-hmm. because biblical joy, that's a good phrase. There's just, there, there are two different experiences. There are two different yeah. realities. One is dependent on happy circumstances, right? Happiness. Right. The other one is not dependent on happy circumstances. It's dependent on something much greater, much, much more supernatural. So would you relate joy to more of like contentment then? Like a underlying contentment of like, yeah, this is my life is 
not the best right now, but I am content and I am I'm still having a, a good full spirit within me deep down. I certainly think contentment uh, is is a player in the game, no okay. doubt about it. I think contentment is an absolute uh, felt experience. Like mm-hmm. I feel content right now. Right. And I think that can be a byproduct of joyousness. Okay. I also think it can be a byproduct of happiness too. Mm. Um, uh, the Bible speaks quite a bit about contentment and being content. Um, but joy is, is something that um, Christians uniquely can experience regardless of unhappy circumstances. And I think that's really the key that needs to be understood is that joy is, is something that is given by God, both in his son, Jesus, and both in Christians understanding how the end of the story goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, years ago, when we first planted this church, I shared this story from the platform. I had just thought of it. Horatio Spafford, uh, from yes. the 1873, he he was the guy who lost his daughters. Wrote it as well? Yes. Yep. And he wrote the song. Uh, he lost, I think, all of his daughters yeah, it was and like wife. His, it was like his whole family in, in a, a shipwreck, shipwreck or, a, or yep. yeah, a storm. And he wrote the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. I, I'll never forget having a seminary professor bring this up many years ago and relating it to the, the reason that Horatio Spafford could say it is well is because he knew mm. that it would all be well. So it is well because all will be well. That's good. Because he was a believer in Jesus because he knew the end of the story. Yeah. And so this is a uniquely Christian experience, something that we can give as a gift to the world that's looking for joy. Joy does not necessarily, um, joy is not necessarily dependent on happy circumstances. Joy is understanding that all circumstances will end up being happy. And that's what's heaven and the recreated earth will be is at the end of the story, everything will be happy. There will be joyousness because we'll have immediate proximity to Jesus. The King will have immediate eternal proximity to one another. All things will be reconciled. There'll be no pain, no hurt, no disease, no sickness. Um, all of those things will be a distant memory forever, eternally. And Christians can meditate on all is well because all will end up being well. Yeah. It will be, it will, it will eventually be well. Yeah. And we can meditate on that future. And that is our source of joy. And so it's kind of like a both end. We have joy because we know Jesus and Jesus is present in the unhappy circumstances. But it's more like and and we know the end of the story. Yeah. The end of the story is that all things will be happy. It's very much that now and not yet reality. Totally. Of like, there's a there's a piece of joy now in the sense that Christ is with you and experiencing this stuff with you. Um, you know, He's sitting with you in the pain, um, and then the not yet of like there is there is hope to come, of like He's returning. Um, I'm so glad you brought up it as well with my soul because there's there's this line, it's perfect in the song. Um, it says, "Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control." that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. Wow. Of just this concept of like, yeah, Satan can throw whatever he wants at me, but I know where I'm going. I know, I know, yeah. like I'm, I'm sealed. I'm good. Yeah. Like I have nothing, like I, I don't, I need to let that phase me. That doesn't have to phase me. 
because I've been assured in Christ. Um, And so that's, I guess that's a very interesting concept to think through, I guess, with joy is that um, it's not necessarily, you know, I think a common misconception is just like, oh, I'm a Christian now, so now I won't feel pain anymore. Or, oh, I'm a Christian, so now I'll just be joyful all the time. Like joy will just happen to me. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good mindset to have. No, <laughs> for it's people. me and you lying it's to very yourself or someone else is lying to you. It's very dangerous. And, you know, the second you start feeling pain, you're going to blame it on God and it's going to go bad. Yeah. Um, but um, when it comes to something like this, I think there's something that's very real about not necessarily like you will instantly have joy, but you have the ability to have joy. Hmm. Like you have the option now. It's almost like, you know, before there's no hope. And so there's no capacity for joy mm. because I can't have this joy because these things coming at me are all there is. But now with Christ, there's all these things coming at me, but they don't have to overtake me anymore because I know that there's something else. Yeah. Because I know that there's this assurance, you know, Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his blood for my soul. Like that's just a beautiful concept to be thinking through in the midst of like struggles and things like that. Um, so I guess maybe this answered the question of, is it more of like a good attitude or is it an underlying, it seems more underlying of just this confidence. Um, you know, it's, it's literally all of these, I I've said this before, uh, I think on one of the podcasts, but, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I think it's in the devotionals too, but how these concepts just build off one another. Yeah, they're progressive, aren't um, they? They're so progressive. It's like the hope is like, oh, this confidence shall bring you peace. And this this confidence and peace shall give you the capacity to have joy yeah. in what is to come and not be overwhelmed by the circumstances because you have peace about your current circumstances and you have hope for what is to come. Hmm. It's like suddenly all of these things um, that come with Christ set you up perfectly each one in order um leading up to love next week that we'll talk about more but i don't know i think that's really beautiful it's so beautiful and to um bring some of the mystical down into reality with another example is is christmas having three kids who now the two oldest totally now understand christmas morning right (laughs) they're like Yes. Every day when I get Mila up for school, she goes, daddy, how many days until Christmas? <laughs> and so we count down together. Well, you know, it's because she's looking forward to this really happy morning right. of a special breakfast oh, yeah. and, you know, gift giving time. Eventually it's the best going, day of the year. It's the best day of the year for us, especially for a kid. Oh yeah. So much fun. So she is looking forward to that. And that makes sense because she knows what's coming. Yeah. She's experienced it before. Mm. Just like a kid on Christmas, we can look forward. Yeah. We can look forward to that joyous day where all of the disease, the sickness, the pain, the death is all just, yeah. it's no more. And let the anticipation of that joy, like almost give us a, a joy now. You know, it's like, you know, Mila will be, you know, going through whatever on a given day, but she's like, Christmas is coming. Christmas is and coming. And that suddenly in the midst of all these things that are happening, you know, she might have you know, hurt herself. She might've fallen down, scraped her knee. And so she's crying, but then she's like, oh my gosh, Christmas and forgets about the knee. Yeah. She forgets about what's going on because Christmas is, Christmas is coming. (laughs) And so now, and so now the joy has overtaken that it's overshadowed whatever she was experiencing before that. Yes. And so it's almost like that same exact concept of whatever we're going through now, let the anticipation 
of Christ's return and the joy of that. Yes. Like bleed into Dude. what our, we are currently experiencing. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, that's you such you a said good. it so poetically. Absolutely. I, and this is what every follower of Jesus can cling to yeah. during this month of Advent is, um, I went to a really cool prayer summit man out in Crestline, California last October. It was a huge privilege. I, I get to do that from time to time. And one of the participants at the prayer summit asked at the beginning of the summit, we all kind of went around and we were, we shared like what we were hoping to like get out of that time together. And this particular participant, um, he was across the room and he goes, he goes, I'm just looking for joy. Mm. He's like, Where, where's the joy at? Man. He kind of looked like midlife. Yeah. Uh, maybe just a few years older than my, than me. He, he, he his, his face looked tired. Mm. Um, and he just goes, I just, I just don't know where the joy's at. Mm. And it was, it was crazy because, um, I think we can all kind of relate to that. (laughs) You know, he was just the one that was (laughs) courageous enough to say it in front of a group of pastors. Like we're all thinking it, but I'm going to say it, it, but I'm going to say it. And then at the end of the summit, uh, he spoke again and he goes, I found the joy. Mm. It was in the presence of God, mm. just me and him. Yeah. And he just kind of related it back wow. to like the reason I was void of joy is because I was void of quality time with the Savior, quality time with wow. Jesus. I never forget. I'm never going to forget that, Nick. No, I will never, never forget how powerful that just little confession and example was yeah, that spoke to the reality of all followers of Jesus. Like, man, where's the joy at, dude? Yeah. And he just had this kind of uninterrupted time with, with Jesus on the mountain there in California. And anyhow, I I kind of going back to our listeners and our church and our city today, um, it could be that a lot of the reasons that we're maybe lacking some serious joy in our life right now is because we are so stinking distracted by the busyness of December and the demands that are associated with December. And we forget to sit down with Jesus and enjoy his company and yeah. allow him, give him permission to love on us and to fill mm-hmm. us and to um, tend to our souls. Yeah. And dude, he, he nailed it, man. He's like, where's the joy at? And then two days later, he's like, I found the joy. It yeah. was just sitting with Jesus. Just sitting, with Jesus. <laughs> just sitting down with Jesus yeah. and having a conversation with Jesus. A life, and, a life void of joy is probably a life void of God. It, it has to be. Yeah. And December, dude, December. Oh my gosh, December. It's chaos. Everyone like loves Thanksgiving to Christmas and Thanksgiving and Christmas just take. They take so much out of you. Take so much out of you. January comes and you're like, now what? No. I feel like my life was just on fire. Now I can live for for, 11 months until the next December (laughs) when my life is going to catch fire again. It's like, am I just expected to go back to normal now? Like, Like, what is normal? What is normal? What is is this? Yeah, no, so, totally. So wow. we can we can sit down with Jesus and we can look forward to sitting down with Jesus in the already and not yet. Yeah. Already we can sit down with yeah. the living spirit of God and be accompanied by Jesus' spirit, God, the Holy Spirit. And we can look forward to the yeah. day when he will sit with us physically and we can hold his hand yeah. and he can, we'll hear his voice. And that mm. will be a tremendous yeah. day of joy knowing that this same God that has loved on us since birth is now in a physical presence. Yeah. Speaking to your already not yet, um, you know, theological understanding yeah. of like right now already we have the spiritual yeah. kingdom. We're part of it. We're sitting yep. right here together. Yep. We here are we followers are. of Jesus. We're part of the spiritual kingdom. We are in the now. We are in the now. And 
not yet has the physical kingdom been reestablished and recreated yeah. on earth. And that'll happen after the heaven. Yeah. Um, now we're getting into some, yeah. <laughs> some neat, neat theologies, but... Um, no, that's really good. Yeah, I think dude. it almost it, it almost ties back into the fruit of the spirit conversation of if joy is an attribute, a fruit of the spirit hmm. and of being with the spirit, mm-hmm. then it only makes sense that when we spend time with the spirit, that we, we are brought back into joy. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I think it's just so interesting. Uh, you know, uh, we had just said a second ago with, when we were talking about, you know, your, your oldest and being in, in, in anticipation um, and experiencing that joy leading up to Christmas um, and how that will like overshadow whatever she's experiencing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when we step into the presence of God, it slows us down just enough to let everything else that's going on quiet down. It's almost like Satan is just like giving all of these loud noises, these loud things, these loud problems, these loud anxieties and worries and things that make us sad and think us things that make us scared. Um, and so these are all like all around us. It's just this wall of sound. Hmm. And then we sit down with God. We sit down in the presence of God and everything can quiet down. And then joy is able to creep back in. Yeah. And it's, and so I guess the the encouragement and um, you know this was the same thing for peace. <laughs> I think uh, was just spending time with God. But look at look you there. Hey, look look at how that. look at how spending time in the presence of God will form you more than anything else will. Yeah. Um, because He's God, and that's 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 the design. You were designed to be with God. Yeah. Um, and when you can turn everything else down enough to let joy overshadow those things rather than the other way around. Um, then that that reality, that inward reality of joy, will just naturally come into you, um, and you'll have that "it is well" mentality of mm. things will start to come your way. Um, but but because you have spent time in 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 the Word, because you have spent time in the presence of God, because you are already sitting in this place of joy, those things aren't louder than your joy. Those things aren't louder than the presence of God in your life. Um, they're not louder than your father's voice. You know, it makes me think of that. Um, what is that? John 10? John 10, 10? No, no, no. When uh, Jesus says, "My uh, the sheep hear my voice. They, they, she, oh, they yeah, hear yeah. my father's voice. voice and, yeah. um, they know my father's voice. They listen to it. Um, and so it makes me think of that, of like, which voice, you know, there's all these different voices in your head. Um, and if you can listen to the father's voice, if you let that, speak louder over other voices, then that's the voice that will lead you. Yeah. Um, but if you let the other ones lead you, then you're never going to experience that joy. You're just going to be dragged in all these different directions of circumstances. I think I'm, I'm hoping that those who are listening are able to like practically do something with that. Um, you know, to sit in the presence of God, let joy come from that. Let God clothe you in joy. Um, you know, that's a uh, Psalm 30, 11 and 12. And it says, you, you removed my sackcloth and you clothed me with joy. Mm. Um, I love that. That's one of my favorite verses of Ooh. all time. That's what, been, what was that verse again? Uh, Psalm 30, okay. 11. Will you link the, I will link the uh, verses um, in the show notes. Yeah, I totally will. That's a, that's one of my favorite verses. Uh, you removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Um, mm. And so allow God to clothe you with joy by spending time in his presence and letting the other problems, the other chaos 
um, much like peace. Um, mm-hmm. Let the other, let all the chaos wash away, mm. um, so that all that's left is is joy. Almost like panning for gold. You know, you let all the yeah. things, you let all the things wash out and fall out the pan, and then all that's left are these this gold, the, the peace and Dude, the joy. From that'll God. preach, man. Look at that. Um, that's a great super, metaphor. It's a super good metaphor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that that's something that can uh, um, help you in this in this time and um, help form you. If you have any questions or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, please let us know. Uh, you can do that by going to the media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. And on our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community. And you can get a hold of me or Luke directly as well if you go to the staff page. So thanks for joining us. Have a very Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you again soon.